listening to Inclusive AF with Jackie Clayton and Katie Van Horn. Hi. Hi. Remind her to do that, folks. <laughs> I don't know what it is that I'm reminding you to do. Order you can all remind me. And in case you were wondering who you had to remind, it's me. Welcome to the Inclusive AF Podcast. My name is Jackie Clayton. And this is Katie Van Horn. And we're so glad you're here. We are so glad you're here. Let's move this just a scotch, though. Let's scotch. Let's let's get everybody in. Um, so Jackie. Yes. Uh it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, hump day. Uh, what are we talking about today? Today, I really want to talk about the hate towards Asian American and the AAPI community that's going on because you don't hear a lot about it and the things that are happening are absolutely disgusting and tragic but beyond anything that's going on and i felt really helpless and i found a resource that can help um that i thought was a good resource that we should share share um it used to be called i holla back until someone said mm, maybe we should change that so they changed the name to right to be which makes sense. So it's like right to be myself, right to be native, right to be right to be you and me. That's right. Wasn't that a song? Free to be. Free to be me. you and me. Thank you. I'm like, glad they didn't do free to be because yeah, yeah, yeah. Taken. Yeah. So I just wanted to talk about some of the things that they have and then share kind of what's been going on and, and how we feel about the different resources that they offer. Okay, fair. So uh tell me a little bit about formerly known as Hollaback. Yeah. So they changed their name to it's right to be and they say we believe a world that respects our right to be isn't some far off destination it's something that we're building every day this is your call to power to build a world free of harassment how do you want to get started and it so it says feel support show support or partner with us so it allows people different ways to try to get involved and list those things and the thing that stood out for me first was the the training and the bystander training mm -hmm. and i think that's what so many of us feel like if we're in the situation we'd love people always say what they would do yes. if they're in the situation and i think that what's hard is you know what you will actually do in their trainings and you know some people that have that have taken the classes right yes yeah so i have heard really good things about the classes because it's very practical free let's start with that and, uh, yes it's free <laughs> but it's also very like their practical trainings that they're doing mm -hmm. and they give you resources of like okay so you're on the street and you see a hate crime happening or you are on the subway or whatever it might be depending on you know where you live um and you know what actions can you take as a bystander and you know I like I, I I like the term upstander better because bystander makes me mm. think you're just gonna sit there yeah and observe upstander to me means you're standing up you're gonna take action you're gonna do something I like that and I I think their stuff is good because again it gives like practical tips it's not just uh hey this is sad add your name to this list worthless list of things that and your work email. I swear we're not going to do anything with it and yeah, thanks but thank you maybe we'll sell it to you know sponsored someone. by you know some company came in jacks or corona should we clink clink happy wednesday 
I like it. No, <laughs> I appreciate that. So, okay. So tell me about any other trainings that they have. So I'm looking at it and there's preventing and responding to harassment. And so it, it talks about responding in empowering ways. And specifically, they have a training that's called how to respond to harassment for people experiencing anti-Asian American harassment. Boom. Yeah. Like not understanding bias. Yeah. It is absolutely, and granted, it's a short class, but to respond in a safe and empowering way. For some, I don't know why, but I think for me, this this is terrorism. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. The things that are happening are terrorism. Mm-hmm. And we know that there's various hate, but when you are a 70 plus year old person being pushed to their death on a subway, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. So uh, do you want some stats? Do it. So this is from the Stop AAPI Hate org report that they did in December. So um, the hate incidents reported by Asian American women make up 61 or 62% of all reports. So, you know, they, they, I, why I like the stop AAPI.org, mm-hmm. um, AAPI hate.org is because they're tracking and saying, if you've experienced this, please let us know, report it. Mm-hmm. And so they're getting like real time data of what's going on. And I just really appreciate that because it's more of a, um, it's in our faces and we can't say, oh, that's not the case. Um, here's one I found interesting over, uh, almost half. So 48.7% of all hate incidents took place in public spaces. So streets, transit and parks. And like that one, I think is one that goes back to the training that you're talking about that when we are in a, a, situation where these this is happening on the streets it's happening on the subway it's happening in parks whatever it might be having tools of what should i do because i think you know everyone that i've talked to that is experiencing some of these issues it is hey i didn't know what to say or it wasn't it wasn't you know towards me so it wasn't a big deal or i just tried to get out of it or i recorded it or i did something but it's like what else can you do to actually stop whatever is going on um and in that's a safe something. way yeah trying to be like a vigilante or get no hurt. right because i think that is like the first instinct and and we've seen that happen as well but i still feel like they aren't doing enough and who are they i don't know but i i don't there are things that are happening that aren't even being brought to the attention of the public. No. And I feel like it's happening more because people haven't been responding to it. And maybe they have, but we haven't seen because they haven't announced the crime. They're not talking about what's been going through. How are we communicate? Like, how are we communicating what has happened? What's going on with the people who are committing these crimes? Um, that's been that's what I've noticed. I haven't, I haven't seen that. And so I feel like people aren't, aren't, aren't learning. Right. So I will tell you, so the training that you're talking about, I think is great. There's also two bills that are, are happening right now. 
So one is in California, it's Senate Bill 1161. And that one is to protect women and other vulnerable group groups on transit systems. So it's actually having the transit system folks take training and learn how to, uh, you know, handle things when it happens, like for the conductor or the ticket taker, whomever. And then there's another one, uh, Assembly Bill 2549. And that one is for just a health awareness campaign on street harassment and like, what do you do, what it actually means, all that good stuff. And so those are both in California, but mm -hmm. I think it's, you know, it's a way to, um, it's a way to actually like legal or make this illegal. Um, and then I think, so did you see, um, oh, the, the one that happened just recently uh, that the, it was in the library and there were actually seven mm -hmm. women that were attacked. Yes. Um, and, and I think like those, it is the, I think where you're going and, and kind of what you shared, it's the unprovoked, out of the blue, like just minding my own business Nowhere. and, and this is happening. So it's not like in the public, right. And it's, so there's not like a altercation that then leads to something. No. It's literally like I'm reading books in the library and someone comes in and comes at me. Like, I think that's a piece that's also super disturbing. Um, that like these things are happening and just how do you actually how do you prepare for something that's so unprovoked and so just out of the blue? Well, um, this it says like this is coming from uh, NBC, but it said almost eleven thousand hate incidents targeted Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders during the pandemic, and most incidents occurred in places such as streets, businesses, parks, and subways. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, like it, that's exactly like eleven thousand. Right, and I don't know if that's in the last two years. Uh, so I think if it's the same report, says, like, it's the from December. Pandemic. Yeah. Um, this one is from March tenth. Okay. And but it could still be related. Um, and that's what we're that's what we're looking at now. We're about to come up to. AAPI Heritage Month, and I just hope, I just hope, you know, people are going to do something about it. Well, I, I think the other part, so first of all, do more, do more. I think the other piece is actually learning what some of this stuff means. Um, once we are more aware of what is street harassment, because mm -hmm. I think, you know, the traditional street harassment that I think most women can relate to is the catcalling and the whistles and some of those different things that has occurred for years. But it, it's that, but it's also taking it further. So it's slurs, it's mm -hmm. other things that are occurring. And, and you might go, oh, well, there was no physical piece, but it's still mm -hmm. a trauma and it's still an attack. Mm -hmm. If someone's screaming slurs at you, mm -hmm and you're afraid that they might physically harm you, mm -hmm. especially knowing just the, you know, what did you say, 11,000 plus times that this has occurred in the last year or so. Um, and I think that's the other piece that people are, it, it just is, it's disturbing on so many levels. But I think there's also from a cultural perspective, there's something that, you know, needs to be mentioned here that you have a community that is already more reserved 
and not as likely to step forward if something happens or to go to the police or whatever it might be historically historically and so there's that piece as well that it's kind of the it's kind of like women stepping forward when they have been raped and they're like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that because it'll come back on me and then it will be, you know, I'll actually be the one under attack. And so I think there's this um, belief system that we also have to figure out, but it also goes to the system of how are these attacks being handled by law enforcement? Mm -hmm. Are they actually caring for the victims in the right way and making sure the victims are protected in the right way? Well, it, it's been happening. Say, just like when we talk about crimes against African Americans, just as though we're looking like it's the same, there is a history in this country of uh, accepting that kind of hate. Right. Or allowing that those kind of things that people are, aren't, they don't recognize that this has been going on for a long time. It is systemic. Um, even like in the movies and different things and the way that people are portrayed um, is, has been negative or it's been really influential. And I know we've seen some things, you know, in the last five to 10 years that has been different, but it, it just makes me sad because there's so much representation that needs to happen. That people are, are people, I mean, look, if you go and like, there are still forms that, you know, it'll ask when you have to do like your race and your ethnicity or whatever, Asian American, calling people Asian American has been more recent before it would be like, oh, you know, it might say Asian, but not Asian American, Mm -hmm. even though, right. You could have, you're, you could have been like fifth generation American. Right. Right. Like that's being that, that's separate and not having that fight and i think some people don't have that fight because it's like you know this didn't happen maybe this happened but this didn't happen or i'm lucky to be or i don't want to bring out additional attention and um but you know again going back like this is not anything new this is the things that have been happening just like we saw um with george floyd people are paying more attention because it's actually on film and people can actually see it but you're still not seeing the crimes that are happening just like last month Mm -hmm. are not news no the jim stroud podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives brain-to-brain communication robot bosses microchip implants for workers and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now if you want to know what's happening next subscribe now to the jim stroud podcast and i think that's the piece that's probably most disturbing is it's almost like a okay well there's just another one okay well no big deal where and i almost feel like it's kind of at the place where the you know murders of black men and women were with the police where it's like oh there's just another one oh it's just another one and it it is almost like a non-news cycle news because there are so many of them that people are not paying attention or going Oh, wait, wasn't this the same one that happened last? Nope, it's a different one. And so you have this kind of 
not disinterest, but I think just a people are kind of just numb to it in a horrible, horrible way. But going back to your comment of kind of the categorization of, you know, race and ethnicity and for employers, I think there's also just the problem generally of like Asian American Pacific Islander, like that bucket covers a oh, lot of territory and Let's, is so inaccurate on so many levels that's right. and reinforces the idea that, oh, you're just this bucket not like you're an individual or you're korean you're chinese you're whatever it might be hawaiian uh whatever and so it's just very interesting because it's also that piece where you're categorizing folks and making sweeping oh my gosh buckets like vietnam and the philippines and japan and china and india I'm going to do a test. How many can you name? Oh, don't test me. No, not today. Maybe not tomorrow. Today. Yeah. Okay. It's been a long day. I have to, you have to catch that me wasn't, around 10 a.m. That wasn't like a don't test me like you're going to beat me up, but just like a, I'm not ready for a test. Both, actually. Oh, <laughs> wowzers, folks. Jackie's been here. Yeah, Jackie's been here since Saturday. Now he's, now she's going to throat punch me. You all heard it. I did not all, say that. Y'all are my witnesses when I get the throat punch. <laughs> That's what's happening over here. So, Jackie, what can I do? Well, you actually can go to that. The website to sign up for these various trainings that we were talking about mm -hmm. is a good piece of making sure that we have it. I think part of it, just like we've talked about, is really to educate yourself as well about where this is going. Where is this happening? Is there particular communities that need extra help? And I think part of what is also is be doing that allyship and how can you be an ally and how can we be helpful? I think we need to have more more conversations about it. And I think we also need to talk to our government, our local government, or what are we doing about it? Mm -hmm. um, what are we doing just to make sure that people feel safe in right. their own communities? And, and we need to take that information to our, you know, local, local city hall meetings and be able to ask because we, we have to make safe places. And the, unfortunately, you know, you want it to be in front but then you want people to again feel safe so one person isn't enough right um and it's asking people to have these things that they're actually reporting why aren't they reporting when we do find out why isn't this news mm -hmm. i mean we talk about like all of that talk about will smith and everything about you know when chris rock and everything that had happened you, you heard about that for freaking like weeks still we're hearing about it you know mm -hmm. and but they're like like three weeks ago like a woman was hit over 125 times she was 67 years old there was a person on the subway that was like beat with a hammer yeah you know and you and and i've noticed any of those things i've noticed those things primarily because of the publications that i i um subscribe to and so i think that's the biggest thing is really to educate yourself and find out what's going on mm -hmm. there seems to be another story every day but then asking what are we doing to support yeah it makes me sad because i don't think you know people are like aren't are pushing this as much we're talking about people losing their life yeah i think one of the other things that i think is critical is understanding the nuances, the differences between the different cultures mm -hmm. 
And like, for me, it is, I am all about like voting with my wallet. Mm -hmm. And so it's, you know, going to those businesses going, we, you know, we just drove around Tempe yesterday and, you know, seeing the places that had closed that have been there for quite some time. And you know that, you know, Asian restaurants kind of across the board have been impacted by COVID. And then on top of it, all of this ridiculous rhetoric. Mm -hmm. And so like, how are we also supporting those small business owners? How are we making sure that people feel the love from the community? So like, even like in your own backyard, I guess is also like, I am all about learning and growing and doing. And then also like, how do you bring that home? How yes. do you bring that to your front door? Um, and Penny would like to play with us. So um, we're slightly distracted, but we're gonna keep, <laughs> keep this train going. We're gonna keep going. Keep this train going. That's right. Penny or no Penny, come in with, with two um, toys. I just think, tell somebody else, like as you're going through these journeys, bring somebody else with you. Um, like there are other people who feel like that. And I think the more you know, not to be like 80s NBC, the more do, you do, know. Do. Yeah. Um, but I think like we could share those things because they aren't getting the stories. Share what you know and and try to get other people to stand by you to be um to be an ally. And and I think it's good for everyone and especially young people, because I think that that's a struggle that's been going on for years too, about like somebody's being bullied. What do you do? Right. I mean, I don't know half the answer to that. You don't know what to do if someone's being bullied? Well, besides like call 911. But if I saw something I, right an, there. An adult or a kid? Oh, with a kid, I think I can manage that. Okay. So I'm talking if an about adult, adult is being bullied, what would you do? I don't know. They're, every situation is different. I don't know. Throat punching. I'm not going to throw, I'm not going to necessarily throw. Listen, punch. you know how you stop a bully? Become a bully. Mm hmm. That's what you do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What was that movie? There was a movie or no, it was like a TV show. And it was like mm -hmm. the mom like took the kid behind the, the and she punched him. Yes, yes. I don't remember what show. And it was like, okay, yeah, no, no, that is not, <laughs> not the answer, uh -uh. folks. Not even a little bit, not even a little bit. Um, I agree with you wholeheartedly, like the sharing, but I also think, you know, these stories, like, again, there's 11,000 of them mm -hmm. in however many months. And I don't think people understand the depth and breadth of all of these attacks and all of these situations. And you, again, you might go, oh, well, street, you know, getting yelled out on the street isn't a big deal. No, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking no. about literally like murder and murder. Like, like malicious, angry, vicious murder. And what it, like, it's so interesting because it kind of harkens to you know, I'm a law and order geek and, you know, they're always like, oh, when they get stabbed, you know, so many times it's a crime of passion and it's usually someone that they know, but I feel like this is, I mean, I guess maybe you can call it a crime of passion of like, they're passionate about hate, hate. And, and it is just like super disturbing to be like, what, why, like, just, why are you? And, and that's the thing. It's like, I wonder sometimes if if people aren't saying something because it went up mm -hmm. when people started saying something. Right. I don't know the answer. I'd like to know. Well, I more. think I think again, I think part of it is exactly what you're saying though. 
what we're both saying, like the education piece and the awareness piece is so critical because I don't think people, because the news has kind of dropped it as a topic or, oh, it's just another one. So we don't mm -hmm. need to, you know, it's lost in the news cycle of, you know, was it a slap or a punch right? Um, versus, hey, this is happening. And, you know, I, I, it just, I just don't understand, you know, I, one of my dad's sayings when we were growing up is like, I'm going to be like, oh, we hate this or we hate that person or we hate whatever. Why? Like that takes a lot of energy. Why mm. would you do that? And, you know, and he was trying to teach us a lesson of like, it's not worth it. That kind of thing to be, to have hate in your heart, but it does like come to like, like, I can't imagine a space where I'm so angry with a perfect stranger just for being. And I don't even know if it comes from a place of anger. What do you think it At comes the from? person? Like, I don't think it necessarily comes from the, per I don't know, but I don't know if I think like, I also think that we live in a society being Western US society where like violence has become the norm. Yeah. And I, you know how we talk about like, we're on like the YouTubes in the algorithm or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what happened, but tell me. I got on the tonight at five. It's because I watched the news. I have in, in my little cute little town of Waco, Texas, every night they put the um the weather twice a day yeah. on YouTube. Okay. And I get an alert and I go watch it because okay. I'm old and tired, I have nothing else to do. And it seems very exciting. Um, the way the oh, wind's it's blowing. Dusty. Yeah, it's dusty and windy yeah. And oh my gosh, it's gonna rain. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, small things. So I got onto the so the algorithm said, oh, she likes that short news format. Yeah. Which is like two minutes or less. Yeah. And it and it's called like KXVN update. Yeah. So daily. I've been getting like this person's been shot over here and this person's been killed and their body's over here. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. This happens everywhere, like every day. This yeah. happens somewhere. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, this is horrible. Uh-huh. And learning, you know, and it started becoming like when you have a red truck, you see all the red trucks. Yeah. And so it's been feeling like that. And it's like, okay. Where, where does this come from? Okay, the beginning of when when people like stole the country and made it the United States. Okay, well, then what do we need to do about right, it? Right. And then it's like, who is it affecting? And it's impacting everyone. Right. And I feel like it's just getting smaller and smaller. Like, I don't think anybody is safe from the from those things, not to the point where I'm like paranoid, I'm not leaving any, you know, doing anything. But I do think it's it is important. It's only a matter of time before we are in a situation where we're seeing these things and, and we need to know what to do. Yes. And, and I guess like I, I have definitely been a subscriber of like, I hate watching the news because mm -hmm. it's so depressing, but it's also the, you're not allowed to look away. I remember when you were like, I'm not looking at, I was like, you have to look when we were talking about yeah. George Floyd. And I was like, no, you have to. But it, it, it's well, the same. Gonna, like the whole computer almost just flew from puppy. Dummy. Yeah, don't try to play with her. Let me do it. Cause she, <laughs> yeah, she's knocking shit over now. It's <laughs> like, not sorry great. folks, sorry. We've got a puppy here that doesn't like that we're podcasting. 
in her play area. Um, so anyhow, okay. I um, I think the other piece that I did, I think we should kind of talk about or talk through mm-hmm. is is that whole idea of just the how do you keep up to date, but also keep yourself mentally okay? Because like what you're saying, you're you know you're seeing this stuff and it's like oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. oh. Like who knew it was as prevalent or who knew it was happening, you know, like every five seconds you're getting alerts for these things. Right. And it probably, I mean, I'm sure there's some stuff mixed in that's not as bananas, but Penny, come here. Um, So you guys got to see Penny's tail, but how do you, what's the balance? Like, I think that's a piece that I also struggle with is how do you balance knowing and taking it all in? and keeping yourself from well, losing your mind i mean part of the things i think it's the difference between like having the common cold the beginning of flu season and when we are in a global pandemic right okay i think it's very similar i don't need to know necessarily about the robbery that went bad in like des moines iowa no, right and that doesn't need to necessarily be the alert um I'm cracking up over here at this dog. Um, but I do think, and and I don't know what the balance is. I, you know, I think it's important to know what's going on in my own community to make sure that I can make a difference. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important where people choose their news and the news outlets. I am so glad you brought that up, Jackie. Oh. So I got a article today and there's some research being done and I can't, I, I'll, I'll need to look it up and I will put it a link. I promise I'll put a link in the um, notes for this, this episode, but there was a study that's being done about people that are Fox news watchers that they were asked to stop watching Fox news and start watching CNN for a month. And that by watching CNN, they now are more skeptical of what they're hearing on Fox News. And and I'm like, oh, wowzers, trousers. Like, but like it goes to this whole idea that so many of us are very aware of, of uh, you have to choose your news, but also you have to watch multiple news programs oh, yeah. to get the rest of the story and get the full story. And, and you know, and watch it and then also watch it and then go, okay, let's take a third of this and two pieces of that and mm-hmm. that and that and that to come up with what really happened. But sorry, go ahead. No, and I watched like the Black News Channel, like and yeah, you yeah. see it on, I think they have it on some cable stations, but I watch it on YouTube too. Um, just because at some point during the day, they're gonna have good news about Black people yeah. that isn't on any other channel. Right. Like, oh, wait, I didn't know that either. Right, right. <laughs> you know? And so I've been looking at all of the different, you do have to look at multiple sources yeah. um, to try to, you know, make some type of, of decision on what's real and what's not. Right. But I just, I, I, you know, it's just so toxic. Yes. But I, I will say this and I, I'm going to say something, you know, I think recently we've also seen like an uptick in TV shows and movies and some of these other things that has more representation mm-hmm. i don't know if you're are you a bridgerton watcher Mm-mm. well season two of bridgerton has two eastern indian women that are the main 
paramours to, you know, on the show. And it is actually like, again, Shonda Rhimes, God bless her. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, she's just, she's just cranking it out. God yeah. bless. And, but it's so interesting because there's a lot of buzz about it because it's like, we have never seen this presented mm -hmm. as two Indian women, as these gorgeous, again, not monolith, but mm -hmm. gorgeous individuals who have different personalities, have different ideas, have different thoughts and like how important that actually is. And, and it's, it goes back to the same thing. And, you know, I said, how can you have that much hate for someone? But it is, it isn't maybe that individual, mm -hmm. but it's the idea of that individual that, that people are angry about or, or the, these murderers and attackers are angry about is the idea of Asian American or whatever. And so it is like, I think the more representation we have, while I think it's freaking people out and in some circles, the circles that you and I don't hang out in, mm -hmm. but the more it becomes the norm. You see people as human, you see, but they've been humans. represented as not human. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Like it's never been, you've never seen, seen two women, their sisters right. that are represented as individual humans with different feelings, different emotions, different right. thoughts. Versus just, oh, an Eastern Indian woman, that woman that's what we expect of the archetype. Right. Or same thing with, you know, we're looking at like the trans population in film, always murdered, always killed, always drug addict, always street worker. So that's what people think. And in handling people like that, it's always they get murdered. They're like, don't even have that narrative of other conversations. Um, I put the picture up on, on LinkedIn and it was the white girl looking up at all the black dolls, like like put yourself in somebody else's shoes. And I think people are see it and they say, see and think it's weird, but like I didn't, there weren't, there was only one black doll growing up. Mm -hmm. So what, how do you think that affects like and a she person? she wasn't the coolest doll either. She wasn't. Right, like it was some off-brand. No, it was Barbie. Oh, it was our. Okay, but it was okay, just okay. Christy. She had one black Christy, friend. the token black friend. They should have just named her Christy, the token, token black, black friend. friend. Right. Um. But yeah, I like it's so interesting. But it's also like, I am hearing the other side of it too. The, oh, all you see now are the commercials, and it's all black people, or it's all this, or it's all that. Oh, you and noticed I, that? Oh, exactly. <laughs> I, oh, really? Well, I told oh, you about yeah. the presentation that I made that I, I very purposefully made sure it was all people of color mm -hmm. in the entire, and had a white dude come up to me afterwards. It was like, I don't understand why you need to like put, you know, like shove that down our throats. And I'm like, if it had what? been all white people, you would have never even noticed it. Uh -uh. So like, it is that like interesting, like we almost have to be over the top to get the point across, but also to normalize it, that it's not that big of a deal right? to have a black family that's successful, that's doing these things or, or whatever, you know, fill in the blank, whatever. Or the, just a normal working class family. Yes. With a yes. kid who plays soccer. Right. And somebody who like wants to try the spelling bee. Right. But they're not in like some crazy family and their mom, no. were, like they're both their parents are home. Like that's the other 
type that people think they they start normalizing negative behavior because that's what you think you're supposed to get right. and it's like it's not it's on purpose oh yeah and that's what i think we need people to know this is not this is not by mistake no. it is on purpose on 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 and i don't know who got together and decided but it all you know revolves around capitalism and what can happen and how it seems to work and now people are jacked up because they mm -hmm. don't know what they're going to do and so you're starting to see the narrative change not just because of um like oh this is the right thing to do it's just when you're talking from a capitalist point of view when the number one gainer of of degrees in secondary education are black women mm -hmm. you know fuck around and see yeah so it's like oh we better do something Wait. do you love news about linkedin indeed google and just about every other recruitment tech company out there hell yeah I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We, we out. Did you just say the F word? Yeah, I did. Do a drink? Okay. Drink for the F word that Jackie, that's the first time we've dropped the F word, I think, on the show. We have some fans that can let us know. And it wasn't me. But you did, you've said it multiple times in your heart. I, I do all the time. <laughs> yes, yes. So I want to talk Inside. about something else. Okay. So it, it go in the same vein. So capitalism. So I just recently was uh, able to watch a documentary. It's called LFG or Let's Effing Go. Okay. It's about the women's uh, soccer team mm -hmm. and the pay equity lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to just say, first off, I will caveat it with, I only saw the first half because the meeting invite was for like an hour and it was two hours. So I only got to see the first half, which mm -hmm. I'm kind of bummed about, but I got to figure out where I can find it. Yep. Probably on YouTube. Go watch it immediately because so the theory or what I have always heard about why women are paid less than men mm -hmm. in professional sports was they aren't making as many dollars with mm -hmm. tickets and merch and all these other things. So the men are, and that's why they get all the, you know, the, they get more pay, blah, blah, blah. But if they've actually done the research now and it's like, no, actually the women's soccer team, their merch, their sales of tickets, all this stuff, obviously they were world cup mm -hmm. winners multiple times. They like blow the men's team out of the water. So that can't be the reason. Right. So it's like all the things that have been like historically the reasons why women are paid less in mm -hmm. sports are false and and it just goes like it, it is the like all of these things that are starting to ring false like the just the tropes that we've heard and to your point like who got together and did that i mean i have an idea I have uh, some ideas but but they do it on purpose it. and that's what's sad is that you can usually trace it back to yeah. like some freaking email memo text message uh -huh. where somebody pulled the plug and somebody else was a bystander right that knew that it was going on and said well um well i didn't want to mm -hmm. and so you have to be stronger than that and i think that's the other thing like you hear like how do we keep that strength you just have to like you just have to be like you just have to step out of yourself yeah. And I just don't know, we don't teach people how to do that, how to advocate for others, let alone advocate for yourself.
How do you do it? I don't have much choice. I don't think. No, no, like, like, okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you how I do it. Yeah. Like I am very much the. I'm not going to speak for someone or for a group or anything like that. I'm going to bring someone into the room that knows better than me. Right. But I'm also like, I, I do play a, have you thought about it from this perspective? Yep. Like I try not, I, I don't try to be combative just because I don't think that works. And, you know, I have a, one of my very good friends, Angela Huey. Uh, she is very much the, you know, catch more bees with honey mm -hmm. <laughs> type person where it's like, if you go in defensive, if you go in trying to fight it, which is such a, that's where you want to go. Cause you're mad and it's right. hard. And you are like, how do you not freaking get this, but being able to bring people along, but then also bring people along. But then also at some point it is the, okay, now we're going to have the hard conversations and now we're going to have to do the hard work and yeah. now we're going to have to do the hard things. And I think that's the piece that that's where people go. Ooh, I can't do that. Ooh, I don't know enough. Ooh, I can't, you know, make this person mad at me. And I mean, and I, I am guilty of this. There are battles that I choose not to fight. Right. Because it's not worth my mental. Mm -hmm. and, and I think you and I've talked about that too. Yeah. Like there are just times when it's just not, it's not going to serve you well. No. Um, and, but I also think it is the challenging ourselves to get outside of ourselves. And I'm saying ourselves as in white people mm -hmm. to be very clear. Like, I think there's so many things that we see and have seen throughout the years that we've gone, well, it's not impacting me. Right. Well, Hey, they're, they're being nice to white women. So it's okay. Or they're, you know, they took care of this. So that's okay. Okay. You can't say anymore that triggered like fully. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Like, that's what I'm saying. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I, I think that's the piece is that like, how do we, no, I think what you said was right. I think what you said was right. And I think the other part is, I, I think I do some of that as well. But then being like someone who like, this is part of my bread and butter. Um, you know, listening is really important. And I kind of get excited and maybe it's passive aggressive, but I'm always like, let's talk more about that. Yeah, because you because the thing is, is that when you have your first reaction, and you're you're battling your first reaction with somebody else's first reaction that was so funny ps but when you're battling your first reaction with somebody else's first reaction like it doesn't work you're coming from two different emotional places right and so sometimes you know i i like i like using that methodology of getting people to continue to talk um because a lot of times they will answer their own questions yeah if you keep doing it and you know how to do it right if you keep whining them mm -hmm. why but why tell me why and or you get to the core of something that is more manageable than this big broad sweeping statement yeah and then you can get to the you know well i was raised in, in the army you know like something ridiculous right. and right. then um you have to start looking at those helping people get to a place where they're not so self-absorbed that they could actually see it from another perspective. But I don't think you can do that right away. And I guess that's the piece, like it's the emotional intelligence piece. That's where I get caught up every single time. It's the stepping outside of yourself to be slightly aware of what's going on around you to be like, Hey, this is what I see, but what is Jackie's perspective sitting three feet away from me? Right. 
she can see that tree over there. I can see those trees over there. But if I said, Jackie, how many palm trees are in the backyard? You would say one, two, three, mm -hmm. whatever, however many. I'm, and I'm like, no, there's actually seven. Because mm -hmm. my window, I can see these palm trees over here that you maybe can't see. And vice versa. I can't see you know, some of your palm trees over there. And I think that's a piece. It's like that self-awareness piece that's part of emotional intelligence. But I think the other one, and I know I harp on this quite a bit, is the not just listening, but listening and believing. Mm -hmm. That's the one that gets me stuck every time is that it will be like, oh yeah, I listen to them. But I mean, there's no way that could be the case. Oh, there's no way that Bob treated Sally that way or whatever. And you're like, what do you mean? There's no way. Right. What do you mean? Like, just because you didn't experience that particular like, thing. Why would you experience that? You not being a woman, a member of this community right. of whatever, whatever, whatever. But also why would Sally say that if it wasn't true? Always. That's the one that like throws me so far over the edge. I'm like, why would someone make that up? Or why would someone make that up? They're tired. No, you know, people aren't making it up. They're tired. How are we doing on time? Well, my friend, we're doing great on time. So I think the pieces I would like to wrap up with, if I may. Yep. Go learn some shit. Go learn some shit. Oh. I guess this is the, the cussing episode. I think the one after all the drinks. I'll lay That will be the I'll cussing one. <laughs> I'll lay The next yeah. one? The next one. Woo! Yeah. It's we're going to call I'll it F hard. that S. No. I'll no holds barred yeah. on the next episode, but um, actually, no, we have to go to dinner. We're not going to drink okay. more. It's not a good idea. Um, okay. I think go do something like do whatever it is. And, and I, I guess that's why I'll say like vote with your wallet, get onto Etsy and buy some art, go find or vote with your feet, quit supporting people, go find an awesome Asian American. Mm -hmm restaurant to eat at tonight mm -hmm. take Go, somebody with you take someone with you and and teach them. and and i think those are the things that like people as dumb as that may sound but every dollar counts but also yes to your point who are you voting for right we got midterms coming up here as quicker than we will even see that's right and who are you voting for arizona we got a lot going on we got a lot going on and so it will be interesting to see what happens. Texas too. Yeah. I mean, I'm about to have to like freaking move. Yeah, but not here. Not, oh no. Just mm -mm. as bad. Yeah, I have to move. Yeah, it won't be to Arizona, but you know, I will vacation from time to time. All right. Well, folks, I think that's all we got for this episode. Um, any parting thoughts, Jack? No, but I think this is fun. I'm excited. We have more time this week. We'll record some more episodes. I think this was a good one. Yeah. Go learn some things. Happy New Year. Bye. Thank you for listening. Bye. How much do you understand the future of finance? 
I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.